love them, you hate them, and you can't stop talking about them. Announcers, analysts, pundits, they're all fair game. It's Sports Media Mayhem with Alex Reamer. Time to let it rip. One of the questions I had on last week's show was Kyrie Irving and what commercial consequences he may face for promoting anti-Semitic material. Well, we got our answer this weekend as well when Nike announced they were cutting ties with Irving. Nike has suspended its relationship with Kyrie Irving. It said in a press release it would not release his new shoe, the Kyrie 8, which was supposed to hit the market tomorrow on Tuesday. Nike has produced Irving's shoe since 2014. Now, sadly, I think the prevailing reason why Nike cut ties with Irving after he promoted an anti-Semitic film on social media and then refused to apologize for nearly a week until the Nets suspended him indefinitely. And then he released an apology on, you guessed it, Instagram, where all of the disingenuous apologies go. I mean, Irving was asked point blank last week when he met with the media, do you think the Holocaust happened? And his response was, I think the Holocaust is an event that affected many people. Like, if you're going to answer like that, do you think the Holocaust happened? The answer is probably no. Anyway, um, so Nike cut serving this weekend. They're not releasing his new shoe. But the New York Times had it in this story. The company does not disclose exactly how much revenue Mr. Irving's shoes bring in. But it is only a fraction of what the company earns from its ties to other notable stars, especially the basketball great Michael Jordan. So if Kyrie Irving was a bigger moneymaker for Nike, would he still be with them? Sadly, I kind of think so, which is really disgusting. So we'll see what happens from there. We'll also see what happens with the Nets and Ime Udoka, who is still not has still not been officially introduced as their head coach. We found out Sunday night that Nets owner Joe Tsai is being urged by, quote, strong voices to abort his plan to hire Udoka. And again, what a debacle. The Nets fire Steve Nash last week. They have all this Kyrie nonsense. And then to top it off, they go and bring in a head coach who was suspended one year by his team, the Celtics, days before training camp for an improper relationship with a female subordinate. Again, we still don't know much about this relationship, except that unwanted comments were made. But evidently, it was bad enough for the Celtics to make the unprecedented move of suspending Ime Udoka for one season. And they did this again just a couple days before training camp started. And the Celtics, as you know, were two wins within winning a championship last year with Ime at the helm. So clearly this was not a decision that they made lightly. And yet the Nets, with all of their issues, all of their uncertainty, go, yeah, we're going to totally sell out and bring in Ime Udoka because we need this to work with Durant and Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons. And Ime has a relationship with Durant and he coached Simmons in Philadelphia. He coached here for a season as well. And he's the best choice to get something out of this mishmash of talent we have. So let's go. But that, of course, ignores the fact that Ime Udoka's status, like Mitchell Miller's in this case, is completely up in the air. We still don't really know what he did, uh, you know, any of the details around that. And the Nets yet brought him aboard. And now here we are about a week later after, this, after the hiring was 
originally announced, or reported rather, and we still have no announcement from the team. My prediction is Ime Udoka will not coach a game for the Brooklyn Nets this season, just like Mitchell Miller will not play a game for the Boston Bruins this season or possibly ever in the NHL. These teams, do they have professional PR people on staff? I know they do because they certainly get in touch with us whenever we write something or say something that they don't like, and they certainly know how to you know, run a tight press conference over Zoom. But when it comes to actually doing something that affects the PR of a team, bringing in a head coach accused of sexual misconduct and suspended due to that misconduct, bringing in a bully who forced a developmentally disabled, a black developmentally disabled classmates licking candy pops that were wrapped or, you know, rubbed on urinals, racial epithets. I mean, are there, are there adults working in these organizations or are they only cyborgs who cares about the wins and the losses? It's sickening. It's grotesque. And man, oh man, bad run. Bad run for our favorite sports teams here because all these episodes expose the dark, dark underside of professional sports. So as I mentioned, crises all over the place to help us sift through this further. We bring in John Guilfoyle, PR expert uh, from JGPR. That conversation is coming up on the other side. It's a sports media mayhem podcast. Thank you as always for listening.